This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. Today is Tuesday, October 12th. Coming up, employers across the country are struggling to afford health insurance for their workers. And part of the problem is the cost of prescription drugs. Some of the biggest companies in the world are getting taken advantage of in these contracts. We'll take a look at how these companies often skate through audits that are supposed to keep them under control. And we'll talk to a reporter who found out what the state of Kansas was trying to hide on a recent drug company audit. But first, some headlines. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, healthcare workers are at five times greater risk of being injured by violence than workers in any other private industry. And KCUR's Dan Margulies reports things have only gotten worse during the COVID pandemic. In Missouri, a tripling of physical assaults against nurses prompted Cox Medical Center Branson to issue panic buttons that can be worn on employees' identification badges. At Research Medical Center in Kansas City, security was called to the COVID unit when a visitor aggressively yelled at the nursing staff about the condition of his wife. Trevor Wolf is the EMS Education and Quality Improvement Manager at Mercy Hospital in St. Louis. Over the last 20 years, I've served as an emergency nurse in different parts of Missouri and uh, Illinois. And I can tell you over the last 20 years, things have risen sharply. Things are out of control. Hospital officials say the COVID crisis has added urgency to an industry already struggling to recruit employees and maintain adequate staffing levels. First Lady Jill Biden will meet with members of the Latino community in Kansas City, Kansas today. KCUR's Beck Shackelford Wanganga has more. Dr. Biden has hosted charlas, that's Spanish for chats, with Latino communities for more than a year, both virtually and in person. During the final week of National Hispanic Heritage Month, she's set to continue the series during stops in Kansas City, Kansas, Chicago, Illinois, and Allentown, Pennsylvania. At the El Centro Academy in Kansas City, Kansas, Biden is scheduled to be joining U.S. Small Business Administrator Isabella Casillas-Guzman and Representative Sharice Davids. The White House says Biden will hear the stories, challenges, and concerns of the community. According to the Census Bureau, more than 30 percent of residents in Kansas City, Kansas, identify as Latino or Hispanic. Kansas spends about $80 million a year on prescription drugs for its employee health plan. But how much of that money is for buying the actual drugs? And how much of it goes to the pharmacy middlemen who process the claims? As Celia Yopis-Jepson of the Kansas News Service reports, those are questions every employer should ask. Americans pay more than twice as much for their medications as people do in other developed countries. Where does all that money go? The American drug supply chain is vast and complex, and a lot of companies are making bank. But today, let's talk about the middleman in the supply chain. You might recognize some of the biggest players on the market, CVS, OptumRx, Express Scripts, Centene. Ohio has reached an $88 million settlement with pharmacy benefit manager Centene following a lawsuit alleging the company was charging double to the state's Department of Medicaid. They're called pharmacy benefit managers. They do administrative stuff for health plans, help them negotiate drug prices, pay the pharmacies when people pick up their prescriptions. Here's the weird thing. Employers and other health plans often don't know how much money the middlemen get. And that's why it took an audit for Ohio to figure out that it was spending hundreds of millions of dollars more on those middlemen than it realized. Antonio Chacha runs the consulting firm Three Axis Advisors. Basically, he investigates drug prices for a living. 
Every state is encountering these problems. Every employer is encountering these problems. He says health plans know what they pay overall, but they can't see a lot of the details. They're considered trade secrets, like all the transactions happening between the middlemen and the drug makers. The data fees, the contracting fees, the formulary access fees. And that's why audits matter. So Kansas hired auditors to check up on its middleman, CVS, which serves the state employee health plan. It turns out CVS didn't always deliver on the discounts it had promised. And so CVS paid back about a million dollars. But beyond that, the audit pretty much says CVS did its job. And yet, experts say the audit didn't dig nearly deep enough. So it's not clear if Kansas got a deal or got gouged. That's correct, because the auditor didn't identify that at all. The firm just ran what I call a robotic audit. Linda Kahn is a lawyer who helps employers across the country wrestle down their prescription drug costs. She says a good audit would answer questions like, when CVS processed claims, which drugs did it consider brand drugs, specialty drugs, generics? If those definitions aren't clear, it allows middlemen to charge more. That's just one reason that the contracts she recommends that employers use are 200 pages long. They're packed with nitty-gritty details to close loopholes. We audit, we see problems. So then we write contract provisions to prevent those problems. We run another audit, we see new problems. So we write new contract provisions. But the Kansas audit? It doesn't even look for loopholes or say whether CVS treated its own stores better than its competitors. Because remember, CVS is a middleman for Kansas. But staying up half the night searching for savings on your prescriptions? Just ask your CVS pharmacist. It owns a ton of pharmacies. So experts say health plans that want to lower their costs need to move past superficial audits and contracts full of loopholes. Kansas was even contractually required to pick an auditor that CVS agreed to. CVS wrote the audit conclusions. Law professor Aaron Fusay-Brown at Georgia State University wrote model contract language to help states do better. And so it's really important that the state has an independent auditor that it gets to choose who it can trust. She says health plans need to stop giving pharmacy benefit managers so much sway over audits. And the audits need to dig deep. You know, let's say the, the state negotiated a not so strong contract on its own behalf, paying too much. You wouldn't necessarily pick up on that if you were just doing an audit of whether or not the PBM lived up to the contract term. The Kansas Department of Administration won't do interviews about the audit, and CVS declined to talk about the audit and the work it does for Kansas. For the Kansas News Service, I'm Celia Yopis Jepson. The Kansas News Service reports on health, the many factors that influence it, and their connection to public policy. You can read more at ksnewsservice.org. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. At UMB Private Wealth Management, a part of UMB Bank, your story is our focus. UMB works closely with you to tailor a plan that meets your goals through every stage of life and changing economic climates. UMB's customized financial planning services and resources help you accumulate, preserve, and protect wealth, giving you peace of mind about your future. UMB, everything we do starts with you, from our high-touch service to our robust suite of wealth management products. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. 
Celia Yopis Jepson of the Kansas News Service reported the story you just heard, and she's joining us right now. Hi, Celia. Hi, Namin. So how did you find this story? So we have a series called Bills of Health, and it's all about looking at the cost of healthcare, why it's increasing so much. Um, you know, healthcare, the price, the cost of healthcare is going up faster than inflation. What is really going on? So we've looked at at things like hospital prices and and insurance and now we were really turning our focus to what's going on with drug prices. And that we decided, you know, to see how drug prices affect employers and health plans. And since the state of Kansas is a great big employer that uh, also is subject to open records law, we thought, well, let's start by looking at them. So did you file an open records request to get this story? Yeah. So then, you know, I, I asked for the most recent audit that Kansas had done um, of its drug spending for state employees and also the contracts involved so that we could start to take a look at that question. And that's where this story came from. So the story is about pharmacy benefit managers or pharmacy middlemen. What impact do these middlemen have on drug prices for people who need to buy prescriptions? These middlemen may feel obscure in a way, but they're really they they really do affect your everyday experiences with healthcare because they're involved in negotiating effectively. You know which pharmacies you can go to. Where do you get your your prescriptions? Um, which prescriptions are even covered by your health plan, right? And then they also negotiate prices with the pharmacies and of course your your employer, your health plan, wherever you're getting in your insurance. They are paying money to the pharmacy benefit managers as well. So ultimately, it's affecting your premiums too. In your story, you reported that pharmacy benefit managers or these middlemen have influence over the audits that are supposed to review them and oversee them. So why is this an issue? A lot of things in healthcare are really the, the prices that are most interesting to us, the spending that's most interesting to us as consumers is kind of like locked behind closed doors. There are a lot of contracts involved. There's a lot of pricing details that the industry considers trade secrets. One way that health plans can try to figure out if they are getting good prices or not, if money is being spent the way they intended or not, is through auditors. Um, so they're very important. And if you, um, I mean, the, the, the bottom line is, from all the experts I've talked to, that you need a really thorough audit done by an auditor that is is truly independent. How does this affect people who have health insurance? Yeah, so I mean the story is about the health the state health plan, right, that covers 80,000 people. But the reality is um it doesn't matter where you're getting your health insurance. This is a topic that should really interest you and especially employers out there. They need to figure out if they're getting uh, a good deal or if they're overpaying for prescription drugs because ultimately um, everything that we, you know, potentially that we're overpaying for in healthcare, that is money that then doesn't, you know, it can't go into pay raises. It can't go into people's retirement benefits. 
You mentioned that Kansas wouldn't talk to you in your story. What reason did they give for that? You know, um, all they said is that uh, I I asked if if I could talk to um, someone about the audit and um, they declined an interview about that. And they said, I mean, in their words, that the audit speaks for itself. Um, And then I asked them if I could talk to their lawyers about the redactions they did of the audit. And um, they, you know, rejected that interview request as well. Can you talk a little bit more about the redactions? What reason did they give for doing that? The key thing to know is when we got these documents from the state of Kansas, um, the audit was very redacted. It had large swaths, you know, charts, paragraphs, some pages completely redacted. And the state actually botched the redaction process. So we were still able to access what was under the black boxes in a lot of cases. And through that, we figured out that a lot of it was information that's publicly available um, in other documents. Now, the state told us that it was, you know, it It cited trade secret law. It had to give a reason for doing redactions. It cited trade secret law. But the problem here is that from the lawyers that I showed this content to, the key part of the definition of trade secret law that we need to keep in mind here is secret. So if the state is already making information available in other public documents, then it's not clear why the state thinks that it could turn around and redact it from me citing trade secret law. So, you know, that's why I would have loved to interview um, the state's lawyers, but I didn't get a chance. So why should people care about this story? Well, it's really, I mean, going back to one of the overarching problems in the U.S. healthcare system that I mentioned, which is just the lack of transparency. A lot of the prices that would be interesting, the details of spending that would be interesting to consumers trying to understand why healthcare costs so much in the United States, um, are difficult to get at. Right? It's it's all kind of a black box is the term that experts um, often use, and drug pricing um, is very much so. So you know, I mentioned uh, in the feature that uh, the U.S. drug supply chain is is complicated, and there are a lot of companies involved and a lot of steps involved, and and that's true. And you know, there's a lot of curiosity about, well, how much of the price is related to the drug makers? How much is related to the pharmacy middleman? Where is the money going? And if you ask someone like Antonio Chacha in my feature um, who investigates drug prices, he says that gaining more transparency related to the middlemen is kind of a first step in that process. If we can't solve the middleman problem, how will we ever get to the drug maker? You know, again, what what would interest a lot of consumers in the end is figuring out, you know, just why Americans pay so much compared to other developed countries for their medications. Celia Yopis Jepson is a reporter covering health for the Kansas News Service. Thanks, Celia. Thank you, Namin. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. This podcast was produced by Byron Love and edited by Gabe Rosenberg and CJ Janovey. You can read Celia's stories about prescription drug prices on our website, kcur.org, where you can also listen to our live stream and find more local news stories. As always, you can catch Kansas City's NPR station on the radio at 89.3 FM. Tomorrow, we'll hear the story of an unsolved 2004 Kansas homicide. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon.